Alhamdulillah, we have Tawfiq to continue our reflections on the book Divine Justice by Ayatollah Mutahari, a great book with lots of useful information and points. It can give you a new outlook. The title for this part is Below Zero. Below zero. So if you are above zero, please go below zero. So we want to see what would be the situation with the scenes and bad actions of people who have no faith. In the past, we talked about good actions of those who have no faith. Whether they don't have faith in God or Prophet, or they don't have faith in Imam, for example, or uh, things like that. Now we want to see what is the situation with respect to the sins. Sins of non-Muslims, sins of Muslims, sins of Shia, all uh, we have to see. But before we go into this discussion, we have another important discussion to discuss, which is very important, and this is one of the parts of the book that I was waiting for it to come. Uh, when we started, I was always waiting for this to come. And that is about some uh, groups of people that, although they may lack faith, but Quran tells us that they have excuse. They are excused from punishment, or at least there is a chance for them to be forgiven. So we have the concept of usur, jahil qasir, someone who doesn't know, but it's not because he or she deliberately didn't want to know or rejected the truth. That no access was granted to the truth. Or the concept of istav'af. There are people who are mustav'af. They have no access to the truth. They are weakened by factors uh, which are not in their hands. Or we have the concept of people that we cannot judge about them and 
We should leave the judgment to Allah and Allah may decide to forgive them. So these are few concepts that we want to discuss, inshallah, in this session. These concepts, Mustab'af and Mu'jawna al-Amrullah, are actually uh, rooted in the Qur'an. And scholars are inspired by the Qur'an to use these concepts. If you look at Surah Nisa, chapter 4, verses 97, 98, 99. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Those that angels received their souls while they were unjust to themselves. They have been doing zone to themselves. Angels would tell them, Qalu Where were you? What were you doing? It means angels say, Why you were doing zone to yourself? They say, On the earth, when we were in dunya, we were mustab'af. We were kept za'if. Yeah, we were kept za'if, we were kept weak. We were not <coughs> able to function as we liked. We were not able to learn, we were not able to practice. We were not in good condition. Qalu. Then the angels would reply, Alam takun ardullahi wasn't the land of God expanded enough so that you can migrate and go to a place that you could live freely, believe and practice freely? There is no answer. It means that they have no answer. So they could migrate, but they didn't. Those who were able to live in a better condition, but they didn't bother, they have no excuse. These are real mustab'af. Except those who were really mustab'af, they had no solution, no way out. They were not able to find any path to move from that condition to a better condition. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, These are the people that Allah is very likely to Forgive them. And Allah is forgiving. Very much forgiving. So, you see, we have like three verses here. In the first verse, there is a discussion between angels and the people who are dying while they have been doing zone to themselves. And the angel says, you have no excuse because you were able to move to another place, to migrate. 
The second verse is about exception. There are people who are excused because they are really mustab'af, they have no choice. And the third is a promise or at least a kind of bishara that there is a great chance that they will be forgiven. Then Ayatollah Mutahari says, and I want you to listen how he quotes his teacher. This is Hose, and this is our tradition. Hazrat Ustavun al Akram Allamiyyah Taba Tabai Ruhi Fada. This is not a lecture, this is a text. Yeah? In lecture, sometimes you say things, but in the text, it's going to remain forever. And you are not emotional, you know, you are thinking. Yeah? So if a lecture was very important, but when it's text, it's more important. He says, our most honorable teacher, His Excellency, most honorable teacher, May I be his ransom. This, this is the way you can learn from someone the knowledge and the light. In some other traditions, students come up by attacking their teachers. People get famous by attacking ulama and ridiculing ulama and member or, you know, this is not the way it works. If you want to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you want Allah to open gates of knowledge for you, the key is respecting your teachers, respecting ulama, respecting people who may died hundreds of years before us, but we are in debt to them. We cannot deny great rights that Sheikh Atusi has over us. Sayyidah Murtaba has over us. Kuleini has over us. So this is very important. So he says, Allah in Al-Mizan, when he comments on these verses, okay, from Surah Nisa, verses 8, 97 to 99, he says, and this is a very important sentence, uh, and I think Ayatollah Mutahari was very impressed by this text. Allah says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has considered ignorance about faith and prohibition of establishing religious rights as zul. Yes? Zalimi and Hussein. What was that zul? Not knowing faith or not practicing faith. Divine forgiveness would not reach people who are not learning or not practicing. But, 
who have no power to move to another place or to change the condition of their own environment. So in your place you cannot do anything to improve and you cannot also go to another place. These are excluded. Then he makes a statement which is very, very important. And I read it in Farsi and explain. Because initially you think who are Mustad'af? The people who are physically unable to move and are not able to politically change the situation. But Allah Metabatabai wants to expand Mustad'af. And he says something which is very important. Very, very important. Estesna besurati zekshode ke ekhtesas nadarad be in ke estedaf be in surat bashad. He says this illal mustadafin, this exception does not need to be only for mustadafs who are like this. Hamon Tori ke mumchenast manshae estedaf adame imkan tagir muhit bashad. ممکن است این جهت باشد که ذهن انسان متوجه حقیقت نشده باشد و به این سبب از حقیقت محروم مانده باشد This is extremely important He says not only استضعاف can be for not being able to change the environment or move to another place also استضعاف can be for a kind of mindset that someone has that he cannot understand the truth. He cannot think otherwise. He always thinks in a box which is, you know, created for him. And he thinks there is nothing other than this way of thinking. Okay? And this can apply to many people today. You cannot say they are not mustadaf because, you know, there are books everywhere, there are Muslim, you know, people that they can ask. No. If they are, you know, given a mindset that they cannot think anything else is true, this is also mustadaf. It doesn't occur to them that Islam might be, for example, true, or, you know, faith in God might be true. So he says, Mumchenas in Jahat Boshat. Kezehn and son Mutavad Jehahabikat Nashad Boshat. His mind is not noticing, he's not attending to the truth. Vabbein Sabab as Harirat Mahrum Boshat. And therefore he is deprived. Okay? Then he says, this was Allah Mutabatabai. Then Ayatollah Mutahari says, there are many hadiths that there are people who are qasir, means they have shortcoming, but not deliberately. They are not muqasir, yeah? They are qasir. 
Because we have jahil qasir, jahil muqassir. Muqassir is guilty. Qasir is not guilty because he didn't have access or it didn't occur to him that something else might be true. So he said there are many hadiths that you can refer and these hadiths are mentioned by Allama Tabatabai himself in Bahtha Rawaid. Because you know, Al-Mizan after uh, Bayan has Bahtha Rawaid sometimes. Then Ayatollah Mutahari refers to the verse 106 of Surah Tawbah for Al-Murjawn Al-Amrullah. Because we said Quran uses Mustaf'af and Murjawn Al-Amrullah. In verse 106 of Surah Tawbah, he says, وَآخَرُونَ مُرْجَوْنَ لَأَمْرِ اللَّهِ إِمَّا يُعَذِّبُهُمْ وَإِمَّا يَتُوبُ عَلَيْهِمْ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ حَكِيمٌ There is another group that they are left to Allah to decide. Either he's going to punish them or he's going to forgive them. And God is knowledgeable and wise okay so theologians have been inspired by this ayah to say there is a category of murjauna la amrallah okay there is a hadith from imam baqir alayhi salam and Allah Tabatabai has quoted also this hadith in Al-Mizan, but in another place. In, that was volume 5, this is volume 9 of Al-Mizan. Ayatollah Mutahari quotes from Al-Mizan, and Al-Mizan quotes from Kafi. Hadith of Imam Baqir. Imam Baqir says, In early uh, time, after the advent of Islam, there were some people who were mushrik, they were pagans, who had committed crimes. They had killed Hamza, they had killed Ja'far, Ja'far Tayyar, and many of Muslims. But then they became Muslims. Yeah, many of those people who were in the other army, later they became Muslims. They left shirk, they became believer in one God, in Allah, but faith had not penetrated into their hearts. So they were not mu'min, they were Muslim, but not mu'min. So they did not deserve heaven. But on the other hand, they were not hostile. They were not, you know, mu'anid or, you know, jahil. You know, jahadu biha. You know, they were not denying, they were not hostile. But at the same time, they were not submissive. Imam Baqir says, these are murjawna la'amrillah. So, maybe he has killed Hamza, Ja'far Tayyar. Now, he is not mu'min, but not hostile also. Okay? So, this is to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah may forgive them. And may let them go to heaven. Hamran ibn A'yan, brother of Zurara. He says, I asked Imam Sadiq about Mustadafin. 
Imam Sadiq said, Mustad'afin are neither mu'min nor kafir. They are murjauna la'amrullah. You know, irja, arja, yurji, irja'an means to delay. It's not from raja. Raja means hope. But this means to delay. It means to leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We don't judge about them and we leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is another hadith which is very interesting and this hadith is always in my mind about the way Imam salam was giving chance to his companions to ask questions uh, and to discuss but on the other hand sometimes you know maybe the other party was not considering all the etiquettes and manners, but still Imam was okay. So, in Kafi, there is a hadith that Zurare with his brother Hamran, or another brother, okay, because he had two brothers uh, who are famous, went to see Imam Bagr alayhi salam. He says, I told Imam Bagr alayhi salam, we have a kind of measure. Whoever is, you know, complying with this measure, means whoever is Shia and believes in your imama, then we choose him as our friends, as our awliya, as our brothers. And whoever is not fitting with this measure, <laughs> we distance ourselves from them and we do bara from them. So Zurara said to Imam Bagr that basically anyone who is your follower, we take him as our friends and otherwise we distance ourselves from them. Then Imam Bagr said, O Zurara, is your word more truthful or Allah's word? <laughs> if what you say is correct, then what about Allah's word? What do you say about this ayah? Because according to your measure, either people are with us or <laughs> we distance ourselves from them. What about Mustadafin? What about Al Murjawna Al Amrullah? Imam Bagar says, What about Al Murjawna Al Amrullah? What about Imam, Imam Bagar says, amalan salihan wa akhara There are people who have good actions, but also they have bad actions. Not 100% good, not 100% bad. What about ashabul a'raf? What about al-mu'allafatu qulubihim? Then Hamad says that Zuraris said in this discussion, we reached a kind of mubahasa, a kind of discussion and this became very hot discussion and uh, we our voice was raised to the extent that even people who were next to the door they could hear us so he was trying to prove <laughs> that he is right to imam 
دن جميل ابن دراج quotes from Zurarid about the same issue that Imam Baqir said this O Zurar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the right to take misguided people to heaven Ayatollah Mutari says in brackets not those who are hostile Okay, there are people who are hostile, but Imam is talking about who? The people who are misguided. They didn't know the truth. They didn't have access to the truth. Allah can take them to heaven. In Kafi, there is a hadith from Imam Musa ibn Ja'far in which he says, Ali salam, Imam Ali is a <coughs> gate of guidance. Whoever enters through this gate is a mu'min. Whoever goes out through this gate is kafir. But whoever neither enters nor goes out, these are murjaun al-amrullah. So you cannot say whoever doesn't believe in Imam Ali is a kafir or you know he's uh, going to be punished. No. There are people who don't know. It's a beautiful expression. They have not gone through this gate. They have not also go out through this gate. Means they have not rejected the gate. They have not appreciated also the gate. Imam Sadiq is quoted as saying, Lo anna al-ibad idha jahilu very beautiful. If people, when they don't know, they just stop and don't deny, they don't become kafir. Suppose someone says, still I'm not convinced that God exists. Still I'm not convinced that Islam is true, you know, the Quran is the message of God. Okay. If they are not convinced, they are studying, they have not come to conclusion, but they don't deny. So they are not considered as kafir. Because kafir means someone who is hostile, someone who is rejecting. I told you many times, it's wrong to translate kafir as any person who is not a Muslim. Mm -hmm. Kafir in the Quran most of the time means kufrul juhud. It's a wrong translation which is very common. Allah says, Kof has different meanings. One is Kofrul Juhud. And he says in the Quran, whenever there is no other evidence, it means Kofrul Juhud. So Kafir means someone like Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab, not any non Muslim. This is wrong to think. Ayatollah Mutahari says, if you study Hadith of Ahlul Bayt, and many of them, you can find them in Kitabul Hujjah, in Kafi. Or in Kitabul Imane, Wal Kufr in Kafi. In the section on Hujjah, or the section on Iman and Kufr in Kafi, you will realize that Imams, salam have put great emphasis on opening yourself to the truth. Not being biased against the truth. So, 
if someone because of lack of understanding lack of access i don't know bad upbringing is not able to understand the truth he is not considered as kafir and this is very much in line what we discussed in akhlaq in hose that the most fundamental quality seems to be what truthfulness remember mm. yes concept or what Allah mentions um, about this istighaf can also mean that it doesn't come to someone's mind or he's incapable or he doesn't have the intellectual strength and ability to reflect. I mean, so does that mean even the truth for example or Islam is presented to them but they still, you know, it doesn't come to their mind that this is right? Yeah. Does that include that or is it it hasn't come to their mind to go and research, but then that's a fault itself as well. So if you've seen something wrong, you have to go and research about it. Or it seems like a very, you know, um, a very loose way or easy justification because then people can justify it, say, you know, my mind, I couldn't think about it, I didn't think about doing it. Or um, It means that basically it's not that they are bad people or hostile people but they cannot think in another way you know the situation for them is somehow clear that there is nothing else you know you go and do research when you think there is something to discover but if you are sure that there is nothing to discover Although logically they are wrong, they are not justified in their understanding. But Allah may accept this as an excuse. If they really are convinced that the only thing which is possible to be true is their own religion or their own way of thinking, or at least this particular thing, they can never think it's right. We cannot discuss about individuals as we said but generally there is such a possibility and Ayatollah Mutahari says we can also from understand from hadith that Imams السلام, were considering many people from this category You know, it's very important. In the time that Imams were in so much difficulties and trouble, and it is Bani Umayyah ruling, Bani Abbas ruling, their agents, their judges, so much problem. But this didn't make our Imams develop hatred towards other people and say, oh, they go to hell. This is not our Imams. So as in Tabaqa, it's Mustalafin or Mujah? Mujah al-Amr Allah, yes. Uh, what did you say the difference is? Mujah al-Amr Allah who said, we leave Allah decides. Yes. Mustalafun? Sometimes they are taken as the same
Mustadafun are those who have really excused. Murjan, we don't know. Because for Mustadafun, Allah says, uh, uh, very likely that Allah will forgive them. For Murjan says, it's up to Allah. Emma, you ask the Bahamu, you have to worry. And Mustadafun is not, he might have forgiven them, but it's not enough to make it to paradise. Because we said from the condition. No, of the still they may go to paradise. Didn't we say that you have to believe in God and their judgment for them to go? Yes, but uh, then we had the point uh, that uh, if someone does something good without expectation, and their judgment may be resurrected as muwahid. We had this point, and he said, "Wallahu alam." So it's a very important point about uh, maybe last point in the last semester. Then. He quotes from Al-Kafi Kitabul Hujjah. Some hadith that might be misunderstood. If people only take these hadith and not other hadith together, they may come with a kind of misconception. For example, we have hadith that كل من دان الله عز وجل بعبادة يجهد فيها نفسه ولا إمام له من الله فسعيه غير مقبول. Whoever worships Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and even makes himself tired, you know, does lots of you know, exhausts himself by doing ibadah, but he has no imam from God, means imam which is appointed by God, his efforts are not accepted. Or لا يقبل الله أعمال العباد إلا بمعرفته. Allah would not accept the actions of servants except with the ma'rifa of Imam. So some people may think, so it means those who don't know Imam, definitely nothing is going to be accepted, whether they are mustadaf or not, whether they had access or not. But he says, you have to read all the hadith in the same. Kitabul Hujjah in Kafi, Imam Sadiq salam says, Man arafana kana mu'minan. Whoever knows us means acknowledges our position. He's a mu'min. Man ankarana, who rejects us, is kafir. Wa man lam ya'rifna wa lam yunkirna kana dhalan. And the one who doesn't believe in us but doesn't reject us, he's just wrong. He, he has not find, found the guidance. Hatta raja'a ila al-huda. He's a dhal, he's a misguided, till he returns to guidance. But, in yamut ala dhalalatihi. If he dies in that condition, yaf'alullah ma yasha. It doesn't say he goes to hell. Allah decides about them. There is a hadith, Muhammad ibn Muslim says, I was sitting on the left side of Imam Sadiq How lucky they were. So he was sitting on the left side of Imam Sadiq, and he says Zorara was sitting on the right side. And then Abu Basir came and asked, what do you think about someone who has doubt about God? According to this quotation, Imam said, 
he is kafir. Then Abu Basir asks, what about someone who doubts prophet? Imam says kafir. Then Imam looked at Zorar. Then Imam said, but this person is kafir if he denies. <laughs> so maybe Imam, you know, because knew that Zorara has that kind of mentality. So he said, if someone doubts, is kafir, but if he denies and rejects. Means if someone is still is studying, still doesn't know, it's different. So Jubut here means Re rejecting with deliberation, you know, deliberation. There is another story. Hashim ibn al-Bari, it says, Muhammad ibn Muslim, Abu al-Khattab and me were together. Abu al-Khattab asked, what do you think about someone who doesn't believe in Imam? He said, I told he is kafir. Hashem ibn al-Barid says, I told he is kafir. Abu al-Khattab said, I believe if Hujja is not completed, he is not kafir. If Hujja is completed, it's proof for him and he doesn't believe, then he is kafir. Muhammad ibn Muslim said, Subhanallah, if he doesn't know Imam, but he is not denying also, he's not hostile, why do you say he's kafir? If he doesn't know, but he's not denying, he's not kafir. So they had this agreement. The time of Hajj came, season of Hajj, they went to Hajj, and in Mecca, he says, I went to Imam Sadiq and I said, that with Muhammad ibn Muslim and Abu al-Khattab, we had this discussion. Imam salam said, I will answer your question when the other two are also here. So three of you should come and I will answer the question. And said, tonight you come near Jamari Wusta and I will give you the answer. So said three of us in the night went to see Imam Sadiq and Imam Sadiq was sitting and he had a, like a you know, pillow on his chest and was talking. So Imam said, what do you say about servants that you have who may not be Shia? Or for example, maybe you are married to people who are not Shia. Maybe some of your relatives are not you know, believers in Imams. Don't they believe in one God? I said, yes. Imam said, don't they bear witness that Prophet was messenger of God? I said, yes. Do they believe in Imam? I said, no. Then Imam said, so what do you think about them? He said, I told, if they don't believe in Imam, they are kafir. Then Imam said, subhanAllah. Have you not seen people on the market, you know, these people who, for example, give water, all these? He said, yes, I have seen them. Imam said, don't they say prayer, don't they fast, don't they go to Hajj, don't they bear witness in Tawheed and Rasala? I said, yes. Then Imam said, do they believe in Imam? I said, no. I said, so what? Then Imam said, what's their condition? 
I said, if they don't believe in Imam, they are kafir. <laughs> Imam said, subhanallah. So Imam first started with the family yeah. and servants, then people on the market. Then Imam said, all these people come around Kaaba and they do tawaf. You see how they hold on to the curtains of Kaaba? I said, yes, I know. Imam said, don't they believe in Tawheed and Nabuwa? I said, don't they pray? Don't they fast? Don't they go for hajj? I said, yes. Imam said, do they believe in Imam like you? I said, no. Then Imam said, so what's your opinion about them? I said, they are kafir. <laughs> <laughs> then Imam said, subhanallah, this is the idea of khawarij. <laughs> then Imam said, now do you want me to tell you a reality? And this Hashim ibn al-Barid said no. He said no? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is sad. These are radical people. They don't want even to listen to the Imam. And one of ulama says, you know, Mahum Faiz says, maybe he knew Imam is going to talk against him. He said, no. Then Imam salam said, it's very bad that before you hear to us, you say something from your own you know, mind. Then Hashem later said to other people, I thought Imam is going to support the idea of Muhammad ibn Muslim, and he wants to take us to his opinion. That if they don't deny and reject, they are not kafir. Yes. In Tafsir al-Mizan, I think, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا سَوَاءٌ عَلَيْهِمْ أَنْذَرْتَهُمْ In Tafsir of this, uh, Allama says that uh, kufr has five kinds, and he, this tradition is quoted from Imam al-Islam, Imam Sadiq al-Islam. Four types. Four types. Yes. So, is it possible for uh, some people, they are kafir for few things, but they are moment for other things? Yeah, because kafir has four meanings. Sometimes kafir means not to be grateful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes kafir means not to believe. But most of them kafir means to reject. Kafir yeah, In kafi, there is a section. Kitabul Imane In that section, there is a chapter that with Iman no action harms and with kufr no action benefits mm. but Ayatollah says unlike the title if you read the riwayat you see th this is not confirmed in the riwayat so if you just read the title of this chapter you think yes this is the idea of this Hashim ibn al-Barid that if you don't have iman it's not going to work, but it's not like that. For example, there is a hadith, Ya'qub ibn Shu'ayb says, I asked Imam Sadiq alayhi salam. And this hadith, you know, look at the way Ayatollah Mutahari interprets the hadith. ثَوَابٌ عَلَى اللَّهِ مُوجَبٌ إِلَّا الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Has anyone 
a right for reward over God. That God must reward him except mu'mineen. Means, you know, it's obligatory for God to reward because of the action, except mu'mineen. Imam says no. Some people have thought it means that Allah is not going to reward except mu'mineen. But Ayatollah Mutahari says no. The point is mujab to be obligatory because. For Mu'minin, Allah has promised that He is going to reward them. For Mustadhafun, Allah said He may forgive them. He has not promised. But He says He is very forgiving. So, these are very subtle points. It's not everyone can understand, you know, these hadiths. It needs someone like Allah So the question is not that any person other than Mu'min is not reward. The question is Sawab is Mujab is necessary, is made obligatory by Allah to give reward to Mu'min. But other people he may give it out of his favor, out of his Mercy. So Imam wants to say that other than Mu'mineen, these are Mustafafun, these are Murjaun al Amrullah, and still Allah may reward them. So Alhamdulillah, we finish this part. There is uh, one part left, inshallah, we can finish it, inshallah, uh, in another session. الحمد لله رب العالمين